Welcome, listeners, to another episode of Drinking and Screaming, a queer and feminist podcast about horror movies and cocktails. My name is Shar. And I'm Kelly. And this week, we're popping in your feed extra. We're going to be hosting an episode of Rosemary's Ladies. Whoa! Rosemary's Ladies is another uh, horror movie podcast hosted by two ladies, Molly and Jen. And we're building up a relationship together, and they're going to take over our feed for this week. Yeah, we also invaded their feed, too. So if you're subscribed to them already, you'll hear us. But if not, you should go do that to hear us. And then don't unsubscribe. Because that's the whole point of this. <laughs> <laughs> Whee! So they're doing an episode on The Bye Bye Man from 2017. Which is that, like, is it Netflix original? Because I remember seeing it I've, almost exclusively on Netflix. I don't know. I have i haven't listened to their episode yet, but I'm definitely going to check it out after <laughs> this gets posted. Yeah, you got to um, give us the listen. You, Char. <laughs> <laughs> Download our episode. Well, I have been listening. That's how I found them was through the Lady Pod Squad, um, which is a supportive podcast community all about ladies. Huzzah. Huzzah. Uh, but yeah, also our listener feedback survey. I asked a question about who should we be collaborating with? And uh, Rosemary's Ladies came up and I was like, hell yeah, I know them. Nice. We're listening so much to that survey. <laughs> yeah. So we're doing a swap and we're, uh, what, do you know what else we're doing, Kelly? Oh yeah. We're going to do a collaboration with them on April 1st. Whoa. Or around April 1st, whenever we plan that out. Yeah. It'll be our April Fool's episode, but it'll come out on Mondays as usual. Yeah. I'm excited about that. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Rosemary's Ladies. Pew, pew, pew. I'm Molly. I'm Jen. And this is Rosemary's Ladies, a podcast where two mythical bitches do witty retellings of horror movies, bad movies, and bad horror movies. This week, I'm slowly dying and drinking my hot chalky in my grandma robe. You got any good beverages over there, Jen? Water. No tea? No No. appy sighty? No, actually, I ha- I need to get rid of my apple cider. It's, <laughs> it's it still like- the apple cider from like a month ago. Yeah, and oh, that's shit. the stuff. I I got that in like November, so I I stopped drinking it because I was like, eh, it's probably not good anymore. That's but good I forgot full. to throw it away, oh, so it's just well. been sitting there for fermenting for another month. It's probably like <laughs> apple wine by this point. You know, it's probably apple. Uh, vinegar, like apple cider vinegar. That's by true. Now. If I try to drink it, it would probably be apple cider vinegar. <laughs> Might as well keep it for cleaning purposes. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm going to start this week's episode by saying, what the fuck was that? If you saw our Instagram post, that is exactly what I said to Jen last night upon finishing the movie that we chose this week. It was difficult to get through I'll say um and this is one I had heard a lot of like nothing good about and yet it transcended my expectations um for how bad it was exponentially so we were gonna do we got two listener suggested movies thank you very much for those um we had to pay for both of them but we're feeling really cheap this week so sorry about it They'll come down the line, don't worry. Yes, we are um, planning to do them next week and the week after. Yes. Um, 
So this week, but we uh, this is uh, <laughs> man, this I, don't ha- I don't, I uh, don't, yeah. This was. Um, I also want to start up by saying, originally we were going to do Truth or Dare. That's on Netflix. Yes. I got twenty minutes into it and I was like, God, where is Tyler Posey? Where's Lucy Hale? Why is Guillermo from What We Do in the Shadows here? Before I finally realized that it was the wrong Truth or Dare. <laughs> so we decided to watch Bye Bye Man. And here we are. We watched Bye Bye Man. Um, First of all, terrible name for a movie slash evil villain. Is he an evil villain? I don't really know. I'm not really sure what his motivation is other than just being generally evil. He wants to feed his meat dog. I guess he's just, he just wants to feed his good dog. Um, He wants to feed the meat dog. His good CGI dog. Boy, was that a meaty CGI dog. Whoa. Um, I am trying to... Okay, the budget was, I'll just say right now, 6.2 to 7.4 million. And I... Which, I, I know movies cost a lot of money to make. There's a lot of production companies involved. You know, it, 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 so, like, if you were just, if you just made a movie for, like, $7 million, that's actually fairly cheap. However, I'm struggling to figure out where a lot of that movie went, or where a lot of that um, money went, because... I am there, as well. There was, there really wasn't any, like big filming scenes other than like okay they filmed on a college campus they filmed in a shitty old house they had a cgi dog in like three scenes i mean i okay you know what i think actually most of the budget probably went to get doug jones because he is like the best person in this movie it probably probably i mean maybe they (laughs) <laughs> what? Where did this money go? I can't... Usually we're pretty good about, you know, figuring out where the budget goes in movies. This movie, however... It is whoa. incredibly questionable. Very suspicious activity happening on this movie. Yeah, it was a... Uh, it was a... Ooh, boy. I'll put that it this way. I have two... I have five pages of notes. That's not a good sign, people. That's not a good sign. Oh, no, let me see. One, two, three, four, five and a half. That's not good. That's that's pretty low for us, I, I'd like to assume. I mean, for me, it is. I think mostly I was just going through this movie, like, mildly confused. Yeah. There were a lot of... I mean... The CGI was, I mean, whatever, you know, you got a budget, you got a budget. It was shitty. I'll just say it. The acting was shitty. The writing yeah. was shitty. The, the writing hurt was me. horrendous. Like, there, there were I scenes felt like that we it, didn't need. I felt, yes. There were so many scenes that, kind of like Final Destination 3, where you kept being like, is this going to come back in some way? At least in Final Destination 3, they tried to make it come back. Um, in this the movie, they, like, I, there was just stuff happening, and then, like... Nothing. People like, would say things. Yeah, like, a good example was 
And obviously when we go through the plot and whatnot, we'll get there. But like there was a scene where they're like, let's go play drunken baseball. And then they yes, do some what was stuff. That? And then they go outside and we get a shot of the girlfriend hitting a piece of fruit with a baseball bat. And that's it. I'm and like, they all what laugh. The fuck was the point of that? Why did we need to see that? I that was I don't know if it was one of the things I have to say I don't know I have to say um all of the characters had no personality they're like yes 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 yes. that was also part of it is their entire personality the girl had no personality whatsoever and this the main guy Elliot I fucking hated this guy his entire personality is like He's just so alternative. Like, look at him. He's wearing his Dead Kennedys t-shirt, and he wears, like, big glasses, but only when he's reading Nietzsche to his girlfriend. He's just so fucking alternative. Oh, look, now he's got a Joy Division shirt on. Oh, he's wow. so... Okay, and then we need also to... And, like, I'll bring this up, too, in my notes, so... So the actress who played Bear... I called her Bear because that's his weird nickname for the girlfriend. Which is never explained. Never explained. So she's actually british in real life but she plays an american in this movie but she kept slipping into her british accent but then also kind of got southern at points i'm like what okay. the fuck is happening i had several comments on her voice because i was like it feels like she's talking like a six-year-old like everything yes just kind of like this and yes i don't just like her voice tone was very weird and like it was annoying that the dialogue they gave her was also very one-dimensional. It felt childlike to me. Like, yeah. oh, the innocent girl who's just you know the victim of um, this creature who's making her sick. But no, I don't. I don't fucking know the laws uh, of this. It's, movie. But it's also making people jealous of each other, sexually That's, jealous of each other. <laughs> It seems like the Bye Bye Man's, like, big evil game is to make people sexually jealous of each other. (laughs) Maybe that's the hidden... Honestly, if that was the driven plot, I would have been way more interested in this movie. Well, it was weird because they kept, like, really trying to focus... It felt like they were trying to focus a lot of time on how, like, he's just fucking with their minds and he's giving them hallucinations Mm -hmm. and he's making Elliot think that... John and Sasha, you know, his girlfriend and roommate are um, sleeping together or that they're into each other. But then there's also a weird subplot where, like, they might actually be kind of into each other. Where was the line? I was so confused. Well, and that is why I was confused, because I was like, before shit even started getting weird, they kind of had like a weird, flirty, close relationship that was a little weird. And then... But and maybe that was to be like, see, his fears weren't completely unfounded. Right. But I was and like, why are we spending so much time on this? I don't know. I what I will say is, first, I'd like to um, say that I do not condone cheating. It's an awful, terrible thing, and you're a garbage human if you do it. But that roommate was hot. <laughs> John was. Oh, hot. he was. He was he very was good. Very looking. Nice to look at. Okay. Okay. I feel like we could sit here for hours just... I mean, we're, we're about to do it here. Um, but perhaps we should get some specs besides... I mean, you gave us okay. the budget. I have to first say that she apparently used to date Prince Harry. What? She... 
according to the Wikipedia page, Bonas has been called an it girl. She was introduced to Prince Harry by Princess Eugenie in May 2012. On 30 on April 30th, 2014, it was reported that the couple had separated amicably. In May 2018, she was a guest at the wedding of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Well, he really her? escaped that one. Yeah. Her though? <laughs> really? <laughs> to each their and own. And maybe but... like they really I I I can't it's a I'm judging her solely based on this movie, but I feel like they, the director was like, how do we make her, it, w- it was like in Game of Thrones when they were like, how do we make Danny look really sick and sad? I don't know, just put no, like, under eye makeup on her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> give her yeah. give her greasy face, don't brush her hair, and don't cover up her under eye circles so she looks like a normal Boom. person. Yep. Boom. Done. Because um, she looked that's like... interesting. Because I... I don't know. Her entire character was just being terrible, like sick. Yeah. Was that like, I don't know. I don't. And then, (laughs) yeah, I had so many. Okay. Let's, should we just dive? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, Do we have actors or a plot? 2017 directed by Stacey title um who did let the devil wear black and the last supper um it was written by jonathan penner um who produced uh and starred in the last supper and the naked truth and apparently he made multiple appearances on survivor he should have stayed on that island uh starring shit (laughs) starring douglas smith from big love where I know him from. Hmm. Um, Lucian Lavis Count. Great name. That is amazing. Oh my god. Are I you didn't a know. Vampire? He, well, he's English. I didn't know. He, he did a great American this? accent. The John, the roommate. Ooh. He, okay. A name to go with a face? Let me look up this dude real quick. Lucian Leon Lavis Count. That is a Whoa. great name. He is Whoa. coming in hot. And you okay. know what? He can have it. He can have all um, of it. He appeared in Coronation Street and Waterloo Road, and in 2011, he competed on um, the rebooted series of Celebrity Big Brother, where he became involved in a love triangle with Amy Childs and Carrie Katona. Nice. Nice. I didn't realize (laughs) Carrie Katona was still relevant. I used to listen to Atomic Kitten when I was younger. Oh, shit. Wow. That guy. Oh, and he was in Scream Queens. Great. I haven't watched that show because I can't stand Emma Roberts. I think the only good thing to come out of this movie is us discovering uh, Lucian Lavis Count because he was, I would say, the best actor out of them all by far. Oh, like he outacted every single person in that movie. He was hundred percent bringing it, and everyone, everyone else was just like, "Man, fucking Sasha and Elliot were just these boring ass white breads," and he's like, he's bringing some energy. He you like know what? he's bringing a little personality. He's making this dialogue not sound like horse shit. He was coming in hot, and nobody could stop him. No, and nobody's going to complain about it. Well, now that we've swooned for the night, <laughs> ooh, boy, yang. <laughs> like I said, budget was like six or seven million, um, and it made twenty six point seven million. Christ, this wasn't. This was released? 
Um, I think this was a January movie. Yeah, January 13th, 2017. Um, if you guys don't know this, uh, beware of horror movies released in January. It's, I feel like... <laughs> be, instead of not beware of the Ides well, of March. <laughs> beware yeah, be, of beware the horror movies of January. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It... If they're releasing a horror movie in January, it's not going to be good. They're not in, because they're also not putting much effort into um, trying to advertise it. You know, yeah. even though I keep getting advertisements for that fucking nanny horror movie. Same. Like, I'm so sick of it. And I am like, it's a January movie. I'm not going to see it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But uh, they I think it's called it's the turning. Oh, apparently it's called. They're called dump months. Dump months. Yes. Hmm. Um, dump months are what the film community calls the two periods of the year where there are lowered commercial and critical expectations for most new releases from American filmmakers and distributors. Domestic audiences during these periods are smaller than the rest of the year, so no tentpole movies are released. Um, a tentpole movie or program is a program or film that supports the financial performance of a film studio or television network. Presumably a tentpole movie would be like Avengers Endgame. Hmm. Um, January and February are most commonly described this way with August and September sometimes included. Releases during those times primarily include films that would have been released at other times of the year had they done better at test screenings. Films with less prominent stars genre films, particularly horror, mm -hmm. movies that cannot easily be easily marketed, and films intended for a teenage audience, which is f fewer entertainment options outside the home. So, right, that go. is why, um, of course, like, obviously, not every movie released in January or February is going to be bad. Right. It's just, uh, like... movies. It's, well, and even, like, horror movies, um, like, Tremors, um... Cloverfield, uh, The Devil Inside, and Mama. However, they're called dump months for a reason. So you might mm -hmm. get a good one once in a while, but unfortunately a lot of times if it's a January horror movie, it's probably not going to be good. Right. right. So, plot summary. <clears throat> oh, let me, oh, I was looking for our friend uh, Claudia Albee and hasn't done this one. Mm -hmm. Claudio, I hope you're okay. We haven't uh, heard from him in a while. Oh, yeah. Where you at, buddy? Where you at? <laughs> when three college students move into an old house off campus, they unwittingly unleash a supernatural entity known as the Bye-Bye Man, who comes to prey upon them once they discover his name. The friends must try to save each other, all while keeping the Bye-Bye Man's existence a secret to save others from the same deadly fate. Boom. There we go. The thing I will say about this... Oh no, I'll save it till the end. Never mind. Um, all right. Do I have one in? Do I have one in? Do I have one in? All right. We get an exterior shot of a house on a nice sunny day. And I have to say first, um, I, like, my first note is, okay, this is supposed to be garbage. And, and my second is, Jesus, how many production companies worked on this movie? There mm -hmm. were four. That's too many. That is three too many. <laughs> I know, like, sure, a lot of times, it's like, horror movies have, like, two company, you know, it's not that weird to have, like, two production companies worth on it. Oh, yeah, no, But no. four? Yeah. Four fucking production companies? Especially, 
Yeah, that seems... Just because of the the movie, the way that it is, that seems weird. Or maybe it's oh. not because it's the kind of movie that it is. And let me... I'll, I'll read... I know I've already read some stuff for you guys, but I'll, start to, I'll try to break this pr- the production down. So, in September of 2014, TWC Dimension, a production company, acquired the worldwide distribution rights to the then forthcoming supernatural filler, The Bye Bye Man. Um, sorry, supernatural thriller film, The Bye Bye Man. Jonathan Penner adapted the script from Bridge to Body Island, a chapter in Robert Damon Schneck's fiction book, The President Vampire. Stacy Title directed the film, which Intrepid Pictures produced with its founder, Trevor Macy. In June of 2015, Los Angeles Media Fund came on board to finance and co-produce the film. Jeffrey Soros and Simon Horseman also produced the film through LAMF. And then a couple months later, STX Entertainment acquired the worldwide distribution rights to the film, also co-financing the film. So, you know what always makes a movie better? Hmm. More executives trying to, like, change stuff. Creatively block what's actually... This movie's probably nothing what it was, like, when the writer originally did it. Or maybe it is. We'll never know. Right, yeah. We will never know what the original intention was because there were four fucking production companies that worked on it. (laughs) That's a joke. Um, okay, so yeah, so we're at a house, exterior shot, it's night, it's, uh, sorry, not night, it's bright daytime, we're in Madison, Wisconsin in 1969, a car pulls into this driveway, um, the camera follows this dude up to the door, he's yelling for somebody, um, he's like, you didn't tell anybody the name, did you? And she's like, oh, I just told Rick, and the dude's like, I'm real sorry about this, he grabs a shotgun out of his car, he blasts the door, I don't know why he blasted the door and then kicked it in. It seemed well. He had to make to sure that she was dead. I think. Oh, well, dramatic. I don't. I, think. I guess. I don't know why she was still standing by the door. Right. Yeah. Um, I said that's a choice. And then we cut to. Okay. And also, I've made a discovery here. Mm-hmm. Demons love trains. We have the, a train in this movie. We've got Midnight Meat Train. We've got Final Destination. Oh, yeah. Do you, th- do you think that, like, demons have their own, like, um, model train conventions in their realms? Well, well I think the, the demon public transit system is very important to the, um, you know, demon society and economy. Sure. It's the way they get around easiest besides fans and win. Mm-hmm. It's the next best option. That makes sense. Um, but we cut to, it's nighttime, there's a train going... And then we cut right back to the dude with the shotgun, and um, he's calling for Charlie, somebody who's upstairs, and then he blasts people. He keeps saying, did you tell the name? Did you tell the name? And they're like, I told Giselle. And there's people looking in from the street, and he blasts the people in the house, and then they cut. This is, I did not like this opening, I'm sorry. Let me cut no. to the well, train. Well, the train thing didn't make any sense to no. me ever. It never, never, like, made... It was there, never relevant. There was never any sort of connection like, oh, the bye-bye man used to be a traveling salesman and he was killed on a train. He was and a conductor. He was Ooh. a conductor. Yeah, it, or he ferries... Ooh, maybe, again, ghost ship. He ferries 
souls to hell in his hell train. There was never any Nothing. like explanation why the train was relevant. And they've cut they're like so many cuts. There's so many cuts to the train that it felt like they finished filming the movie and they're like, ooh, it's only sixty minutes long. What do we do? Add some more trains in. More B footage of trains. But um yeah, so we just cut back and forth between the shotgun guy and the train, and eventually the shotgun guy keeps saying over and over to himself, don't say it, don't think it, don't say it, don't think it, and he goes to blast some more people, and we get a title and another train shot, and that's when I realized, I was like, what is it with demons and trains, but transportation, okay. Mm-hmm. And then um, we are on a college campus, three friends, uh, they buy this shithole house, and I was just wondering, I haven't been in too many shithole houses myself, but they seem to have a leaf problem very often, more often than not. Um, and they walk in and they walk upstairs and there's this nice murder suite where def- murder has definitely happened up there. Um, and I was wondering, because of the way that they were all acting, if this was a thruple situation. Yeah, um, it was a little um, weird. They were all very close with, well, it was only the two men that were close with, they, like, I guess they were friends, the, you, but we didn't really see them friends. hanging out. Right. The two boys, it appeared to, they have been friends since they were kids, but then the way they were all interacting with, with each other, I mean, yeah, maybe they're, I mean, yes, they were just being like, oh, best friends, but then throw the girlfriend in and... Uh-oh. I mean, do, do you do your thruple thing? That's that's on you. But it was just again with this movie. Um, and then we go to the basement because you have to explore the creepy basement. All the furniture is down there. You know, it was a very cabin in the woods situation. Like, don't touch the objects. Lots of weird stuff down there. Um, oh, and- okay. And when they go down to. Because they're told, like, the, you know, the backstories, they go to college, they're renting this house. The landlord said it was furnished. Oh, all the furniture's in the basement. And the, Sasha, who's the girl, goes down to the basement, and then John, the roommate, catches, who, or who's going to be the roommate, catches her. And it's trips, like, because yeah. she trips, and they, like, kind of look at each other like, oh, thank you. And he's like, oh, yeah, no problem. Yeah, and that's, but, and, and that's where my note, exactly at that point, says, this is the most awkward acting ever. And it feels like that John's only personality is that he is to quote the movie. Oh, look, it's, um, look, it's the playboy coming. That's like yeah. his entire personality, I guess. Even though he only like, he sleeps with Kim and that's it. But no. that's his, like, that's his entire personality and backstory. Right. Is he's a playboy and his name is John. And yeah, he's a jock because apparently jocks play sports when they're drunk, which we'll get to in a bit here. But yeah, he catches her down the stairs. Um, We learn her nickname is Bear, never given a reason. Yeah, never explained. And then it's nighttime and the happy couple, a.k.a. what was his name? Elliot. Elliot. Elliot and Bear are snuggling on a chair uh, doing some homework, but not really. He, um, okay, my note is, she sits in his lap like he's about to nurse her like a baby. Ew. It, <laughs> it was, like, I did not like how she was sitting in his lap. She, like, 
the way she's sitting is the way you sit when you're holding a fucking baby. Yeah. It was also, like, it, she's not just like sitting on his lap, like, oh, she's kind of got her like head nestled in his neck. No, she's straight up like, f- like fully laid out on his lap. Oh, yeah. It's gross. Um, and we, this is where I noticed, um, on their bathroom door, because they have a, a bathroom, like, connected to the room, they have those hanging door beads. On what planet is that a sufficient door for a bathroom? So, a place where you just don't even care. You know what? You, like, you're just like, I don't care if I hear my girlfriend take a shit. That's how close we are. We're so close. We're so in love. <laughs> That's <laughs> no, not necessarily, like, I... You know, you should definitely be able to like I've I can't remember what I was reading the other day, but it was some thread about um, a guy who broke up with his girlfriend It's like some guy's friend broke up with their girl with his girlfriend because he didn't realize that girls pooped. And he was so disgusted by that. He could not date her anymore. That is so like what? What? I guess they're just the doing like, like that. Of course the opposite are. of that. Jesus criminy. Um, so let's see here. Uh, Bear finds um, a note on the bed because Elliot goes to brush his teeth. Uh, and it's a note. I don't know why he did it. Um, he, he looks like a fucking a, serial killer. That's what I wrote down. I was like, this is a serial killer note. Um, he cut out letters of a magazine to write her this long ass note about how much he loves her. Um, and she hears uh, like a little noise in this ghost closet. And by ghost closet, I mean one of those closets in old houses that are like half the size of a regular closet that you can crawl in. There's always a ghost in there. Yeah, it's um, not. It is always a portal to another dimension. Always. Um, she hears a noise, and so she goes to look at it, and there's nothing there, but then the bedroom door slams. And she thinks it's Elliot, but it's not, because he's still in the bathroom, and she he thinks it's funny, and she doesn't. Um, and he's wearing his Joy Division shirt like a fucking asshole. <laughs> Goddamn motherfucker. Uh, can't, and then this is one of those things where it's like a really weird, really bad editing because it goes from that to like a camera pulling down a long ass hallway like this hallway was so long it just goes from them being like oh that wasn't me cut to hallway i'm like this doesn't make any fucking sense it felt like they really wanted to emphasize like the house have being sort of an evil presence and like the the house house the evil presence no, I, oh, I know that, but it, but <laughs> yeah, they yeah. did this so many times where they were like, there's a fucking scene where they just like cut to the wallpaper and this there's like, Amityville, bitch. and like the dog on the wallpaper, like yes. sort of animates and growls. Does and then Bye that's Bye just Man it. And, and I'm like, meat dog live in the wallpaper. I don't know. <laughs> so it's like, so the next day, Elliot's brother, his wife, and his kid come over to this fucking rat-infested tetanus house. I would not let my child run around this house. Okay, it's very not gross. Not only is that the situation, it is a college red solo cup party. Yes! That they've brought this six-year-old child to. That was so crazy. I was like, this girl, she is a child and she is at like a frat party right now. Like, what a the frat fuck party is wrong with you? In which... 
Elliot's girlfriend is grinding on the roommate, John. That was, what? yes, again, that was so weird. Are they also? <laughs> I don't no. think Elliot would say yes. <laughs> I don't think he but would maybe if we asked John and Bear. Um, God. So, also, I want to point out that his brother is played by Anders from Battlestar Galactica, who, one, is better than this, and two, is 50 years old. Dang, Why he, he is the brother to a 20-year-old, I don't know. That's a very good question. He's not. He does not look bad, though. No. You know, I mean, they, maybe that's why they cast him. Maybe. Yeah, he looks okay. <laughs> he looks fine. Um, so he's talking to his brother at the party about how much he loves uh, the bear. <laughs> and, oh my god, this... <sighs> He's like Sasha the bear. Sasha, (laughs) Sasha the bear, and he's basically saying that she's the one, and he wants to be just like his brother and like have a kid and live it up. And his brother's like, "Dude, slow down. Yeah, you're in college. Live up your college life. Um, Calm your tits, dude." Um, And. Yeah, again, I don't know why they brought a six-year-old to a loud, loud college house party. Nope. Um, Beer so pong. she goes she goes up the stairs and finds a coin and then, like, puts it on a table. And then uh, Sasha the bear has this girl from lit class. She, like, wants her to do a cleansing of the house because she feels kind of <sighs> creeped out. And uh, Elliot thinks it's bullshit. Shit, and he says, girls who wear hats inside are crazy. Um more mysterious coin stuff. And then I think it's later or it's that same night. No, it must be just be later. Actually, uh, it's he the looks same at night. the bottom. Okay. Everyone has gone, apparently. Um, he looks at the bottom of this nightstand and it just says writing on it that says, don't think it, don't say it. Um, and then that's great and all, but the thing that you're not supposed to think about or say, someone wrote the name under that. <laughs> so, which seems c- counterproductive because we find out later that this nightstand was sold by the widow of the man from the beginning, the one who was trying to keep everyone from like right. from spreading the name. So also, why the fuck would he write this down and like not burn it? Right. I'm just realizing now, I'm just gonna, I mean, this, this, this nightstand is gonna come up again. I love that this bye-bye man's talisman is a fucking nightstand and two coins. It's two coins and, and a, a nightstand, nightstand and a New shitty band dog. name. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's not like a creepy doll. It's not just the fucking coins, like old ancient coins. It's a nightstand and two and coins. And like a, a 2,000 quarter. <laughs> oh, I just realized that, and that just makes it gold. Um, I also want to say that um, Twilight, the Twilight baseball scene fucking blows this baseball scene. Dude, dude, dude. <laughs> I wrote for the baseball thing, I was like, this ain't Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to be Twilight. We're not here for it, people. No, also, I'm not I forgot here. to tell everybody. Um, we literally watched uh, Breaking Dawn Part One and Two last weekend or the weekend before, after we just finished recording the episode. So if that doesn't say how much we watched Twilight, 
We just um, love it so much. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, Christ. Okay. Um, yeah, baseball for two seconds. And, and then, then the, the psychic is there. Yep, yep to cleanse they the house. A, mm-hmm. But they do a seance, which is why I, I was very confused. They like, did it if, in the opposite order. If you do a... You're, oof, you should, do, you should doing, probably like, cleanse, seance, cleanse. But that doesn't just happen. Just don't even do a seance if you're scared. Also that. Like... Just fucking do a cleanse. Don't open up any goddamn doors, you fucking idiots. So they, I don't know why they do a seance after well, they're just like, oh, we're going to do a cleanse. Well, they do it because Elliot doesn't believe in the cleansing. And I think John doesn't either. So they're like, but oh, they don't need it. to believe it because the cleansing would basically just be her like taking some Palo Santo around the house. Like, yeah, she was just like sage in it. Like, yeah. Who cares? She just, if like, you guys don't believe it, fine. But you know what? Yeah. Nine Take her 20 melted. minutes. And now, but she, I guess she really wants to die on this hill because she's like, okay, we're going to take hands. And, um, oh, Elliot, your parents are dead. They died in a car crash. Um, your brother's taking on too much. Mm-hmm. Um, Sasha, something about your grandma's rolls. You're like, well, everybody's grandma made rolls. Um, I'm pretty sure if my grandma tried to, like, speak to me across the grave, no one would be referencing her roles. I don't remember her ever making roles. It was not a big part right. of, like, my childhood the with her. aesthetic for you. No. Um, <laughs> and so they want to test her. So Elliot takes his keys and puts it in a pot in the kitchen. And then she gets really freaked out, the psychic. Mm-hmm. Um and the spirits are apparently saying, don't think it, don't say it, instead of just saying, get out. Right, as they did, I believe, in, is that Amityville? Was Maybe. it? I don't remember. I feel like there's um, some house that said, get out. Just Anyways. keep it simple. Keep it K-I-S-S, keep it simple, stupid. None you know, of when these, you're like, look. Even when you're calling from beyond the grave, when you're calling long distance, the connection's you know not going to be good. Keep it you, simple. You know what the problem is? So you know how here in our realm, um, we're all we, all of us uh, in, in our generation are like they should have t- they should have taught us in high school how to do taxes, how to balance checkbooks, X Y Z. In the demon realm, they should have taught uh, ghosties and demons how to fucking communicate uh, clearly and quickly. Yeah, they did not do that well, because I mean, case in point with Crimson Creepers, right? They had one job. They had one fucking job. Just keep yeah. it simple. Keep it simple. So, yeah, Hat Girl uh, is, she's like, I don't want to play this anymore. She's freaking out. Uh, and then um, it cuts to nighttime. Everyone's well, sleeping. But, and before they end it, um, she's like, don't think it, don't say it, don't think it, don't say it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Elliot says, bye-bye, man. And the lights you go fuck. out. You fuck. <laughs> you fuck. You dick. You dick. You dick. <laughs> suck a dick (laughs) and kim is not well by the way i also want to say um the way to you know how what makes someone think about something is telling them not to think about it oh 100 percent. i remember in high school one of my uh, favorite english teachers we were doing some kind of like creative writing exercise or whatever and she's like you can't not picture something if somebody says it like if i were to say zebra riding on a unicycle in a tutu you picture it instantly. Like, there's yeah. no way. So Well, it's like when, you know, when someone says, don't look, 
you automatically look, but it's not because it's because you're brain processes the noise like faster than it processes the words you look because you hear a sound but by the time you've looked then your brain processes the says like the don't look part the do, the do not which, like yeah. yes um so yeah let's go out um i believe john takes uh hat girl downstairs now it's nighttime uh people are sleeping we get a little bit of steam horror. I thought that was a carbon monoxide leak. Either or. It could and have like been the radiator. It's that's why she's sick? No. I don't know. I the, don't know. The radiator carbon monoxide leak never Real comes back. Never. It is never addressed again, so it's not something we need to like worry about. Like many things in this movie. Yep. Um, Elliot wakes up. He sees like this cloak in the corner of his room, but it's a fake out because he turns the lights on. Oh, it's not there. Well, the uh, cloak is there, but he just like has a cloak that like hangs up next to his other jacket. As you do. As, as you high, do. As a, as Why a the fuck? God, I fucking hate this guy. He's the worst, He's just, dude. I don't know why he has a cloak, but I guess he likes to wear it with like... <laughs> a ceremonial like Sunday cloak. You know, he like, he's got his alternative bands and he likes like... I don't know. Glasses Albert Camus and cloak. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, Sasha the bear says because uh, he you know kind of disturbs her. He's she says good night, love you, John. John's the roommate. oh yeah uh oh the, yeah. There's a lot of shit that like the bye bye man is making like Elliot hallucinate. He didn't make her say I love you. I don't think he's strike or struck quite yet. So that was all on her. Here's some noises. Um, here's John and Kim, the psychic, uh, having very loud sex. Yeah. A scream. He. Uh, oh, but that, then he hears that. Uh, apparently, Kim is doing better. And then there's some scraping. Ooh. And he goes outside. Oh wait, no. Sasha comes downstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they look out the window together. And that's it. And that's just the end of the scene. Literally fucking end of the scene. I'm like, what is happening? I honestly rewound it because I was like, did I miss something? Like, nope. It's not. We don't even get a shot of like of looking outside and there being nothing there. It's the last scene is the camera pulling out with the camera facing the window with them looking out at the camera. Goddamn terrible. So it's the next morning. Uh, John drives Kim back to her house. She invites him inside. Apparently he had some sex problems last night. I wonder if that was supposed to be like a subtle, like, oh, he was thinking about Sasha the bear? Question mark? Because that was also a weird thing to throw in there. Um, But then... Actually, you know what? Yeah, that's what it... Because then there's more of that a little bit later, too. That was the only thing I could think that, like, made sense why that would be a, a thing. Right. Um, but he looks at her, and the bye-bye man, like, uh-oh, reeking his hallucination claws. She's got maggots in her hair. Ew. Um, and he, then he, we're back at the house. Elliot sees the scrapes on the brick of the house. Um, John comes back. He's acting really weird. He tells Sasha the bear, um, you're clean and beautiful. And he has to go oh wash my God. that girl off of him. That what was so fuck? weird. 
I was like, this is the point when I was really starting to like, what is with this weird subplot of Sasha and John being into each other? I don't know. And why does he tell her you're clean and beautiful? Because she doesn't have maggots in her hair. What a weird thing to say. It was, just, and yeah, it was like, it was, it was very weird. And he, um, and then Elliot comes in, he's like, what's going on, guys? Well, yeah, and, well, not quite yet, because, so, I think we're in the kitchen, and Bear, oh, yeah, Sasha the Bear is, like, getting sick, and she turns around, and John is standing there in the kitchen, just naked, like, fully naked, and he's like, forget about him, like, talking about Elliot, but then it's a vision, because Elliot comes in, and he's like, what's up? And, I and then, like, yeah, and then she looks back, and John is gone. I'm like, is she thinking about John? What is happening? And then he, and well, maybe the Bye Bye Man is really just like a matchmaker. He's like, I know Elliot and Sasha the Bear aren't right for each other. I'm okay. gonna break them up. I'm gonna break. I gotta get the. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get Sasha the Bear and John together. Hey, you know what? There's gotta be demon matchmakers out there. But, bye Bye okay. Man is key for like. Bye-bye to your ex. So Elliot comes in, and he's like, he goes to Sasha, and he goes, oh, God, you're shivering. <laughs> no, she's not. She was definitely not shivering. <laughs> she's, not, she's not shivering at all. She's just standing there totally normal. Also, um, the camera, like, ha- like they're trying, to, they're trying to do this, like, artistic shot of Elliot's reflection in a tea kettle, and they stayed on that tea kettle for like 10 seconds. That I'm was like, bizarre. She kind of like, she says, I was just thinking. And like, because she like kind of zoned out. Yeah. And they keep like making references to like, oh, you went somewhere. Uh, like they're losing time basically because of the bye bye man. Um, but she like, but we don't ever see her lose time. Like, like in that scene. She just sort of, like, zones out for five seconds, and which I have done before. And then she says, I was just thinking. And I wrote about John underneath it, so either she says it or Elliot does, but I don't, I didn't write down that. Um, she remember. does, because, yeah, he's like, oh, he zoned out for a bit there. It's like, oh, I was just thinking. Um, so, yeah, she's, she's the one who... Yeah, and there's this weird reflection of him in the tea kill. It's like, it seems like it's trying to be really artsy, but just is nothing. Well... It's nothing because one, there's been a million shots in tea kettles like that, and two, you lasted way too fucking long on the shot. Um, and then it's nighttime. Elliot calls his brother. He says that Sasha the bear is sick and John is acting weird, and he hears the scraping noise again. And he calls out, um, and he goes outside and there's nothing there. But then he hears the scraping in the basement, and he goes to the basement. And we have one of those um. old one light bulb situation. But also before he calls his brother, we have like a scene of Sasha like sitting in bed and just like humming and scribbling in on like a paper and like oh, staring shit. off into space. I, I totally missed that. It's not even in my notes. Um, and yeah. <laughs> um, but then. So, OK. So, yeah, he's in the basement now. He calls out again saying, hello, who's there? And then he hears we hear a coin drop from the sky. So we get a nice coin scare. Um, oh, maybe we get something else, and I missed it, because I was like, scare. We get some kind of jump um, scare. Yeah, so, they're scraping, coin drop, he finds Can? 
I don't know what that is. Coin? Mm. Oh, it must be. I must have misread. I must have not spelled coin correctly. <laughs> so he finds the coin, and there's like, it's literally like a one second scene of the dog walking past, but he loses his fucking mind. Yeah, he, he like, runs up those stairs. It's not like, like, honestly, if I saw that, my first thing would be like, oh shit, I gotta call animal control. Like, there's, like, a raccoon in my basement or something. <laughs> there is like, a meaty-ass raccoon down It doesn't... Here. It's it's also not that huge-looking. Like, I would say maybe it's, like, a 50-pound dog. It's kind of like a Stafford uh, Terrier. Yeah. Um, but it's very yeah. low to the ground. So, like, and he... If I was in a dark basement and then saw, like, a dark, thi- like, low-to-the-ground thing about that size, I'd be like, oh, shit, there's, like, like a raccoon or a possum or maybe, like, yeah, maybe a stray dog, like, got into the house and has been living in the basement because it's, like, winter mm-hmm. in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But he, I, like, he freaks out more than I have ever seen anyone freak out in my life. He is screaming. He is flailing. He runs up the stairs and then, like, falls down. Oh, he down. definitely trips at the bottom of the stairs. He can't even get his ass up the stairs. And I also want to mention, um, we're 35 minutes in, and this is the first scare. Again, yeah, this movie's only an hour and like, a half. It's, like, we're a third of the way in, and that's it. Um... And he, like, runs up the stairs, the door slams in his face because mystical energy, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. John um, opens the door, and he and Sasha are like, dude, what is going on? And then, can you explain what the next scene is to me? Why is he mad at them? He's mad at them because they were just studying. Um, everyone went away. Show's dire. Um... So I'll try to explain. I think I kind of have it figured out. He it took me a really long time to figure it out because I kept thinking, like, why is he he keeps saying, like, um, why you 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 were here the whole time? And she's like, yes. And he's like, I called for you and I didn't hear anyone. Mm. And she's like, we were both here the whole time. And he's like, were you together? No, we were both like in our separate rooms. Well, um, also, buddy, I, you all fucking live together. Well, he's mad because he thought they weren't home and they were. But the problem, part of the problem is we never saw him, like, get home and call for them. No, we so didn't. So this scene is incredibly confusing because the first scene with him is just him, like, calling his brother. And it's not like, I don't remember him saying, like, oh, yeah, everyone's gone. Right. Even. There is no scene of him, like, looking for anyone. He wasn't, I didn't hear him calling for his friends until, um five seconds ago when he was running up the stairs which if he thought they weren't in the house why was he calling for them right i don't know but then yeah she starts talking about like she's like you went away elliot you i went away last night and you went away and she like shows him her diary she's like i laid down to study 30 minutes ago and i went away i was drawing See, and she's like drew, was drawing the bye bye man, and she, I I don't remember. Somebody shut um, this bitch up! Oh my god! And she's like, I'm okay. And then she says that she's scared he's coming for her, 
and hides in her hands. And then um, he's like, well, it's just like it's all in our heads. Like we're just like freaking out over nothing. She's like, ideas are real, Elliot. Ideas are real. Oh, yeah. And if we're all we're all losing our minds together, Elliot. Jesus criminy. Yeah, I this is where I was like, let's see, where are my notes? I was like, is she British now? That was that was a really a weird scene. Because um, then this is also then, the point that the wallpaper moves. Yeah, we just like randomly cut to the wallpaper, and there's like a the like a dog on it. And it kind of animates and growls, and then a train, and then they're all three standing like naked on the train tracks, and then Elliot wakes up. Okay, can we talk about what the fuck that was? I don't know. I don't know what. Did that you guys was. just hear what Jen said? It's. Nighttime on the train tracks, and all three of them are standing on the train tracks naked, and then it just cuts back to day. I don't, I get, I don't understand the train thing. What is happening? <laughs> oh my god. Um, I okay. don't know. Yes, Elliot wakes up. It's, um, he sees the cloak again. Coins be dropping left and right. Uh, the ghost door opens, and we see some, uh, some glowing eyes in there. And the cloak moves this time, but then he turns the light on and the cloak just, like, falls to the ground. Um, then it's daytime. And Elliot is, uh, we're doing, we have our research scene. Uh, he's at the library. Uh, Bear is still sick. She's gonna go ask about the furniture in the basement. Uh, more research. We find... she's also got, her cough is getting worse. Oh, it's nasty. he kisses her on the lips. Ew. Like, no, you should not be kissing her with that Absolutely cough, that cough dude. Um, so then we cut back to Elliot doing research. We find out that the files he's looking for are in the, what they call the dead files. Okay, before we get there, um, apparently they didn't get it. They didn't have enough money to license the use of Google. So the search function is literally just called search. And if you fucking watch this scene... Um, what before, like when he searches Bye Bye Man, mm-hmm. you can see the address bar in the upper, like the upper part portion, yeah. in the top portion. There's nothing in the address bar. Nothing there. They couldn't even create a fake fucking website. Or just put like www.search.com like, or something. Yeah. You don't even have to click on it. You just like put it in there, but there's nothing in there. And I snapped Molly and I was like, this fucking movie what? is only getting worse. <laughs> it's get, yeah, it's going real downhill quick. Um, and then we cut to a plant shop where the landlord of their house apparently works as well. He tells them um, or she tells the landlord it's an awful fucking house. Um, and this is and I'm like, is she Southern now? What is happening with her voice? <laughs> um. And she gets very specific with him. She's like, who owned that nightstand? Um, and then I think he tells I her the also owners. laughed really hard because she's like, this house is just, this house is just weird. And he goes, well, you signed a lease. So suck a dick. <laughs> so you're fucking stuck. Um, I don't know if there's any more that happened because I just didn't care. I said asks about nightstand and that's where my notes end for that. Um. He does. He looks a little sketched out when she asks about the nightstand. That's okay. about it. Um, and then we cut uh, to John. He's in class. He's on his phone because he's he's not having it. Um, 
and the uh, Bye Bye Man is on a train on his well, phone. He just like mark? he he for one he t- goes in a classroom with maybe like fifteen students in it. Doesn't Walks even in sit in like in the he's, he's late as fuck. The professor's like, go sit down. He sits in, like, the middle and then pulls out his phone and just starts scrolling through old pictures. He also walks in front of the professor, I believe. Yeah. In a classroom of 15 people. You don't do that. Anyways. Yeah, so he gets on his phone. They're scrolling through these old pictures, and there's just a picture of an a man in a cloak with a dog, like, in an, on an old-timey train. And then it starts moving like an old timey movie. I think Bye Bye Man wanted to slide into his DMs. He's I like, John so. looking like, great. <laughs> I'm gonna slide Sasha into Sasha doesn't deserve you. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna slide into your DMs, John. Yeah. Hit me up. Um and then that's all that happens and we cut back to Elliot who is Scooby doing it with this librarian. And she's fucking dropping Bye Bye Man's <laughs> name left and right. Like, you're so dead. Okay, my next note is, why is the librarian this asshole's sidekick? She She totally becomes his sidekick at this point. She is so invested in everything he is explaining. She Um, is in 100%. He is, like... She's like, I want to be the Velma to your Fred. He's, like, explaining (laughs) everything to her. He's like, you write to keep yourself from saying it. But why was it in the dead files? Hmm. This article is about a kid who killed his family because he said the bye-bye man made him do it. And this are and the article was written by Larry Redman. And Le- Larry was the guy from the beginning. And he killed eight people. And this librarian is, like, talking him through this whole thing. And, like, don't you have a job to do, lady? Yeah, you should not be focusing on this one fool in the library. And so we get flashbacks of Larry killing, um, like, everyone, like, all the eight people. And then he tries to kill himself. No more bullets. He sees the demon dog, and he drinks some, like, cleaner or car fluid or yeah, I don't know it, what it was. It, it was under like, the sink. Yeah, some, like, hardcore cleaner or, like, um... Yeah. Like, yeah, Drano was, or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then... The bye-bye man shows up looking like he just got an outfit straight from Hot Topic. I ain't mad. You know what the budget didn't go to? His outfit. He's just wearing, like, a raggedy-ass t-shirt, some khakis, and, uh, like, an old, like, a black cloak he definitely got from, like, the Harry Potter section of Hot Topic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um. And so we cut back. To, like, the real time. Yes. And the librarian says, it's like someone redacted the whole article so no one else could read it. Again, don't you have a job to do, lady? She is invested in this investigation. Someone wanted to make the bye-bye man disappear. And then, this might be my favorite scene. So they're supposed to, he's supposed to meet up with Sasha the Bear at two o'clock. He checks his phone. It says 140, and we hear him go, good, I have time. Yes. Okay. You couldn't tell time. <laughs> okay, thank you for that. <laughs> thank I you didn't that? know that 140 com- came before 2 o'clock. Right. Um, 
But and he starts redacting the name from the files. He starts crossing off he's, the name. He's doing a piss poor job of it. He's not like he's not even using a like, permanent marker. He, no, he, he it's not like a permanent it. marker. Like I've had to redact um, information before, like at an old internship, and it like you have to use like some incredibly heavy pens yeah. to like make sure that people can't see um, like printer ink through it and he's just sort of scribbling with this like a ballpoint pen it's a real lazy ass job of it yep um and he as he's doing that bye bye man is sitting a few tables down and every time elliot looks down and then up he gets a little bit closer a little bit closer and then uh bye bye man goes away and elliot looks at the time and like an hour has passed i believe yeah it's like um 240 now. 240 something now. And he's like, shit, I thought I was only here for 10 minutes. Um, also, his phone is dead now. It is very dead. So he leaves the library. He's running around town trying to go meet Sasha. But then he comes around the corner and he sees John and Sasha hugging. And they get in, the, and they get in John's car and drive off. And I was like, is this a vision or is this a real thing happening? I have no clue. And that's part of the problem is I was like... Is that real? Is now? this real or not real? What's going on? Jesus. And then, like, the window by him randomly breaks, like someone shot it. Okay, thank you, because I think I was looking down writing on my notes, and I was like, oh, did the reflection of Bye Bye Man show up, and that's why it broke? But it just straight up broke. I think it, I just remember it straight up, like, I could have been writing down a note, too, and missed it, but, like, it just straight up, like, shatters like someone shot it. Oh, my god! And then he kind of looks inside the window and then goes to Kim's house. Jesus Christ. Um, and then, um... Elliot calls Hat Girl, and he's like, okay, I totally believe you. Um, we need to do another seance. And she's like, I'm in 100%. And she hangs up with Elliot, and she's washing her hands that are very bloody, which they also never explain. Well, she oh, she killed her roommate. That's oh, why. Oh, she did. Did I miss that? Yeah. I must have missed that. Yeah, because they tried to pin the murder of the roommate on him as well. Uh, okay, and that would make sense, because then later with the librarian, that makes sense. I must have just not been paying attention. Very good. They really throw it in there very Jesus. subtly because it's a name of a person we have never met or seen before. Another example of the shit-tastic writing of this movie. Um, yep. So she, or she's telling him about the bye-bye man's law because, um, you know, she's his lawyer. Um, well, and she's apparently been hearing the coin and seeing the train too, and mm -hmm. that's like, it's kind of like... He's not going to come right away, but, like, he's getting there. He's coming coming down the train, coming on the tracks. He's coming around the mountain when he comes. That's the song I was trying to get to. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, and she's, uh, tell have to get librarian. Something about the librarian at this point. Uh, he, oh, he, um... She mentions that she told someone. It's kind of, like, implied that she killed them. That's not been explained directly yet. Mm. And um, then he mentions that he told, like, she's like, did you tell anyone? She's like, oh, just the librarian. Oh, yes. So he's yep. like, oh, I got to get them, too. Right. Um, 
But then she sees, Hat Girl sees people on the um, side of the road. Car is like on, on its roof. People are injured. It's by a train track. And she's like, stop, stop, stop. You have to stop. We have to go help them. And Did Elliot that feel like a weird thing for someone who had just been like, we got to kill every motherfucker who's heard this last name. Oh, my God, an accident. We've got to help we them. We have got to stop and help these people. That um, was just yes. so out of character for someone who literally just, just killed or murdered roommate. someone and was talking about how, how she's going. like. And as we find out later, she had left a suicide note saying, I killed my roommate. I'm going to kill John, Sasha, the bear and Elliot. And then I'm going to kill myself. It that scene made no sense in the realm of what her in the realm was of no sense of this movie. Yeah. Um, so Elliot finally slams on the brakes. Um, she goes running to to save these people because she's so hell bent on being a hero now. Um, and Elliot finds the bloody hammer in her bag as she's running off. Um, she he's screaming at her. Can like, I these interject are... real quick? Yes. Um, I just went back and, like, watched the scene where he looks at his phone in the library. His phone is at full battery. Oh, Christ. And it, it literally less than an hour goes by, and it's dead. So apparently the bye-bye man has, like, the either... Well, look, it's either one of two things. Either they're making the statement that the bye-bye man has the ability to suck technology, like, suck electricity out of devices. Or, um, these people are just fucking stupid. I'm gonna go with the second one just because I hate these people. Okay. (laughs) Sounds good. Um... Anyways, Elliot's yelling at her like, "All oh, these people are in your head. It's it's an illusion. It's, illusion. it's yeah. an illusion." And then she's fucking hit by this train because she won't get off the tracks. That's the only way a train is tied into this movie, and it's shit. Yeah, that made no sense. Um. So yeah, uh, Hat Girl's dead. She got smashed by a train. Then it's nighttime. Um, the police have arrived at the scene. So have John and Sasha the bear. Uh, Not sure why they're there, very but, oh, but they seem to show up together. Um, he tells them not to say the name. John won't swear that he won't say the name, which I don't know why he is like so like insistent that he, you know I'm going to you know I'm not going to not say it. Right. Um, that was weird because people are gonna think they're fucking crazy yeah um one of the a cop comes over and is, it's carrie ann moss by the way i thought she looked familiar um yes. she comes over and starts questioning uh them and says that kim aka hat girl was killed by a hammer too no, so what um, happened is the train conductor says that he saw um, Elliot chasing Kim into the tracks oh. with um, the hammer, the bloody hammer that she used to kill someone. And, you know, she she was killed because she was running away from Elliot. Gotcha. Um, and so apparently they've already gone to her house and investigated because they think that he also killed her roommate. Um Hmm. Which is weird. It's weird that they're questioning him. They they think he murdered two people, and they're just questioning him like in front of his friends. Like, oh, yeah, no problem. They like he has not been Mirandized. 
anything he says is not admissible in court and anything they find out from this I think would be considered poisonous fruit so what the fuck Carrie Ann Moss um also I want to point out I think I I know I talked about this in um Darkness Falls but like police will generally look if if some if they suspect someone has like assaulted or killed someone they take pictures and look at them because usually it's very rare especially in like um like in a what would have to like he couldn't kill someone from far away with a hammer right he would mm-hmm. have to be close right. which makes the like someone would have some sort of like defensive wounds you know yeah. he would have scratches on his face he would have like his, uh, you know a gouge in his eye or something like that he has no sort of defensive or offensive wounds on him um he was also like at the library when she did it and can like probably be confirmed by his new best friend the librarian um except she's apparently crazy so maybe throw that out the window <laughs> and he also didn't even come up to her house like he basically like rang her doorbell and she has one of those intercom systems and she's like i'll come down so when they like toss her apartment he there is going to be literally none of his dna and yeah. only dna of hers on like also if they found the body why didn't they find the suicide note yet right you Look, think that would be this, pretty obvious this policing is a goddamn mess it's a sham it's like the police force in, um, what's the movie? It was a Darkness Falls where there's also shit? Yes! That was, like, Christ. the... Wor- and so what's also weird, again, is she's questioning them together. They, she, like, it's not, she's not treating this like she thinks, um... I guess, I guess he hasn't been arrested, but that also means if he's not arrested, he's free to go. So he should just leave. And I will say this, uh, if you ever get arrested... Keep your fucking mouth shut. You're hearing it here, folks. Demon demon lawyer Jen says keep your goddamn mouth shut. That was like the best. So I watched The Outsider and, and no spoilers. I think everyone knows Jason Bateman gets arrested. It's in all of the trailers. But when he they're questioning him, they're like, come on, just like just clear everything up. You know, let us take your DNA. Just tell us like X, Y and Z. And he's just like, lawyer. Lawyer. <laughs> lawyer. Lawyer. That's like a... Yep. What's that one It's Always Sunny episode where they they say a phrase over and over like that? Filibuster? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Filibuster. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, so what, what also the part of the weird thing is, is she starts to ask... Sasha makes some comment about like... Oh, you know, we have to tell her. And Elliot's like, keep her fucking mouth shut. Keep Sasha. Sasha. Yeah, no, shut. And and Carrie and Moss is like, whoa, Sasha, tell me what's up. Okay, if like I'll give you a cookie, if, Sasha the Bear, if you tell me what's up. If someone is screaming at their girlfriend to not talk to the police, you separate them and question them separately. Yeah. That is pretty obvious but Sasha sees blood it's on someone's shoe um she looks up and Carrie Ann Moss's mouth and eyes are like bloody and then she throws up she always she throws up real good um and then I'm gonna need you to take us through this police station scene because all I wrote was blah 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 because I didn't care (laughs) okay (laughs) let's see uh well first Elliot thinks he sees uh bye bye man but it's just a guy and his dog Jay takes Sasha home. 
police station. Carrie Moss comes in. Um, I think at this point he's been Mirandized, so at least they did that. Um, which means he has been arrested then? Uh, so apparently Kim, the psychic, wrote a suicide note. She's like, well, I think this, you know, this might help you out, but I don't know. Kim wrote a suicide note explaining that she killed the roommate and was going to kill all of them. And he's like, we have like a 10 minute scene of them going back and forth of her being like, just tell me, just tell me what happened. Why were you chasing her? Like, and he's like, I can't tell you. I can't, I can't tell you. I have to, you know, I'm trying to keep you safe. Um, my question is, why can't he just tell her, like, every good lie is, has a little bit of truth in it. Mm-hmm. You tell her, um, I came, I went over to Kim's house um for whatever reason doesn't really matter um went to kim's house we were going to go back to the house um again you can even tell them oh she did a seance and we got freaked out but we wanted her to come back and finish it because my parents are dead cool right um picked her up she um she started hallucinating that she saw a car crash and started freaking out and I pulled over and she got out of the car. You know what? It's not ran towards too hard to believe. Yeah. Well, Elliot's that's, not the that's brightest exa- like, uh, bulb in the, in the... Well, even like from a police standpoint, she already killed one person and had plans to kill three more. Uh, like, hallucinating also, DNA does would not be... seem to be... Yeah, and her DNA like, would be all over the roommate probably or somewhere. Oh, absolutely. So, but so hallucinations do not seem to be that far out of the ballpark. Like, that seems pretty, like, oh, yes, she started hallucinating, and I, like, and I, like, looked into her bag, saw she had a bloody hammer, and was just holding it. Like, because they, she, because Carrie and Moss is trying to make me like, oh, you know, Elliot, you found out that she was going to kill you. You, you, you know, it was self-defense. If you just sign a statement, we can make that work. Like, no, just straight up tell her that Kim was having hallucinations. Mm-hmm. And like, again, she is a murderer. She was going to be a multiple murderer. She was going to kill you. She, and your are That's really... It's really not a stretch, but it's something they keep bringing up. Like, they keep thinking that he's, like, involved somehow, even though murders take place at places where there's no, like, oh, well, we found your fingerprints there. Murders take place at people's houses that he has never been to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, basically, what else happens is he asks her if, he think, if she thinks honesty is the best policy. She says yes. He's like, well, what if honesty... Um, well, honesty is best, but I have to do this to keep you safe, so I have to lie. Um, and the officer lets him go. Uh, and then the brother bails him out. And he, the brother's name is Virgil. What the fuck? So so there's that. Great. He um, goes home. Yep. Yep. We're back home. And he walks in and he sees John and Sasha the bear just going at it, banging real hard. Um, and so what does Elliot do? He grabs a baseball bat and he hits John over the head with it. And, uh, but it's a vision and John passes out and then he, he just gets took a fucking baseball bat to the head, to the goddamn head. Uh, librarian, uh, calls because they're BFFs now. He librarian calls Elliot and she's like, I've been having some vivid ass dreams. 
and they he's like okay I think I can't remember the phone call exactly but then they hang up and the camera pulls away and the librarian has killed her family so that's great um and then let's see here where are we Elliot sees a I think it's Elliot right sees a note yeah he finds like a little note that's in the girlfriend's palm and it's like um an address and a name i oh, think yes yep it's a it was the uh the uh the shotgun dude from the beginning it was his address um and so my question is um is the bye-bye man making them kill their families is that what's happening or does he kill people i think it he's making seems like them both. do it because yeah. right now he's the stats are kind of our librarian to um, Larry eight, uh, Kim two question mark and bye bye man one. Well, I think Kim would be Kim would be one. Um, yeah, he killed Kim with the train. Elliot's really going to have to make up some else time is, here. Which is part of my question. Like, I don't really get. Like, are his powers? To make people kill each other? And what is his motivation? I think it's supposed to be... I think that's what it's supposed to be. Is it translated well? No. No. Because this movie sucks. (laughs) Um, And then he puts the friend in the basement? Yeah, he drags him down to the basement, which is really rude, honestly. Um, And then Elliot takes uh, the Bye Bye Man's vessel... Uh, and tosses that nightstand right into a creek because that's going to do anything. Oh, he just, like, puts it gently outside. Doesn't even, like... Just, like, he tosses, tosses it. it. Just puts it, like... I thought he tossed... I don't remember him tossing it. I think he just, like, he just takes it outside. No, I'm pretty positive he tosses that, sh- that shit into the woods and then later at the end of the movie it's back by the side of the garbage can because vessels don't die. Why did this bitch, um, sell the nightstand? Why didn't she burn it? I don't I know. She, I kept uh, I kept waiting for like some reveal that she wasn't alive. She was just like a hallucinate. Like she was dead, and yeah. it was just the bye bye man fucking with him, that or something great. like that. A little prank. Um, it's just a goof. Just a goof. Yep. Um, and then he tells a passed out Sasha the bear that he's going to talk to um, this person that you know, the wife of the dude from the beginning of the movie. And S, okay, this was really freaking weird. Elliot's driving to this address and he is singing out his little stupid heart to a song that's got a bunch of bye-bye lyrics in it. And I was like, what? He is it just was like an bopping along. cheery song. I'm like, this does not fit at all. This is terrible. No, it was weird. Um, he gets to the wife of the uh, article writer's house, Mrs. Redman. She gives the history of everything. This I was also not really. Oh, it's paying also attention. Faye Dunaway. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. I wasn't really paying attention to this part either because I was just I was like, are we almost there? <laughs> um, she basically says, "You got to kill everyone, and then you got to kill yourself. That's the only way to end this um, malarkey." Um, he, yeah. And then he Well, and we get a little backstory of the husband. Basically, he was a reporter looking into Nightmare on Elm Street situation. Mm, mm, yes. 
Um, and she comes home, and he wrote it all over the house. And she, he says, the, we get, it's like a flashback, and he's like, the bye-bye man makes you do horrible things. And then you know he's coming because the hound comes, and Larry erased him. And he's like, but how did you make it this long? How did you beat it? And she's just like, you think it's gonna, there's going to be some reveal... Or, like, she's the bye-bye man, she's working with the bye-bye man, she sold her soul to stay alive, something like that. And she's just like, oh, I just didn't know the name. Mm-hmm. Like, fine, sorry. Um, and, okay, and then my note says, Elliot thinks trapped the bye-bye man. Bear! Exclamation. Um, oh, okay. So, we make him real with our fear. If they aren't afraid, then he's nothing. Hallucination... So what they just did is they took the end of It Chapter 2. Yeah, they really just that. did like a Pennywise situation where they're like, oh, yeah. You you're not scary. We're you're not stupid. scared of you. You're just a bitch. Yeah, you're just a bitch. You're just a um, sloppy bitch. <laughs> he is just a sloppy bitch. Um, and then he just like, he's just like fucking with the vibe. I mean, just being like, yeah, you're a sloppy little bitch. Until he's like, oh shit, I have a girlfriend and she's not well. Yeah. Uh, so he drives home with a gun and then he sees his roommate in the middle of the road. And he's like, it's not real. It's not real. It's not real. Runs through him. It's a vision. Um, and then immediately runs over the librarian who, who is real. Which, well, because why so he, was she just standing in the middle of the road? Why was she standing in the middle of the road? And why, as soon as he ran through um, the vision of John, he turns around in his seat to look back, and he's doing it for like 10 seconds. I'm like, yeah. you are driving unsafe. And clearly, it was a problem because you just ran over a human. Um, not, well, not sure why she, she was, was a murderer, so... It's true. She's true. So I guess Elliot now has one on the board. Um, That's yeah. Elliot's he, uh, tied with Kim. There we go. He's on the board finally. Uh, then we're at the house. Uh, John and Sasha the bear wake up from their slumber or, you know, being hit with a baseball bat. Weirdly, they wake up at the same time. They're in, they're in sync. They've synced up. They um, really are meant to be. They really are. Bye bye man knows what he's doing. Um, but Sasha the bear sees a vision of Elliot and John sees a vision of Kim. Um, she's all bloody and mangled and Elliot comes home, um, and thinks that John attacked Sasha. Oh, Oh, I skipped a bunch of stuff. Um, well, so he, Elliot put it. John in the basement, but didn't lock him in because Elliot. John wakes up and he's just like Sasha, and he opens the door like no problem. Oh yeah, I was expecting him to be locked down there and like the bye bye man to be like at the bottom of the stairs, but nope, he just walked right through that basement door, no problem. Yep, and so let's see. Um, uh, Sasha, when she looks at John, she sees Elliot, and when John looks at her, he sees Kim, so he's trying to get oh, yeah. away from her, and it's just, like, five minutes of her being like, Elliot, Elliot, why are you running away from me, Elliot? Why, and he's why like, are you doing this, Elliot? And he's like, get the fuck yeah. away from me. Why are you trying to run away from me, Elliot? Like, okay, 
instead of just being like, all right, asshole, and just going back to her room, she's just following him around. Which is so weird. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Elliot comes home to John trying to stab Sasha. Um, he shoots John, and I was like, it's a trick, isn't it? He definitely, he shot Sasha. Ha, I got it. Like, that was the big twist at the ending, is he shoots John thinking he's saving Sasha, and then it's just that he's shot Sasha. But then John is bleeding, too. Right, yeah, because John was trying, John was the one who was being stabbed. Oh, gotcha. Sasha was stabbing John, so he's, like... What the fuck? He still made the right call. He shot the person who was stabbing the other person. But sure. he, um, but not the person he wanted to necessarily no. shoot. Um, John, I mean Elliot, is on the board so, with another one. Sorry, John. Um, he'd rather have his girlfriend stab you to death, save you. Right. That's got to be a real kick in the balls. Um, but so, Meat Dog see. rolls up. <laughs> yep. Uh, he comes right out of the closet and he's like, "My snacks are here. Great." Um, and so does the Bye Bye Man. I love that he boops Elliot on the forehead twice. Oh my god! And he like he gives him a little like a little forehead vision. Like, look what's gonna come on. I'm like I'm gonna go change the channel. Family. (laughs) (laughs) It's. I honestly I'm disappointed that like he didn't go Elliot. Oh, it would have been perfect. Forehead. I would have screamed. You guys think that you guys might think that we're joking. He literally boops Elliot's head twice. He, he does a an E.T. situation and just, like, fingers his forehead. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing that back in the game, eh? Oh, God. <laughs> I gotta stop that. Um, but the vision that the, the bye-bye man makes Elliot see is of his brother and his niece. Um, and they're at the door. And, um... Sasha the bear's body But they're is, actually there. They're, like, legit at the house, yeah. Yeah. Um, Sasha the bear's body gets thrown over the railing down to, like, the foyer of the house. Um, I wasn't sure if that was Elliot or the bye-bye man, uh, but... No, it was the bye-bye man. Elliot was at the door, like, screaming at them, like, Get away! Oh, he he, the, and the brother's like, I'm gonna call the police, and he's like, Do it! Yeah. I don't even care! Fuck you! I love that um, when the bye-bye man comes down the stairs, though, he's got his theme music going, he unveils his hood, and his shadow work... Mwah. Beautiful. It was, uh, like... This is his moment. like the kiss of an angel. This is his moment. But he's his like, I've finally taken out not. these fucking teenagers who are trying to be a thruple, or they're not trying to be a thruple. They've messed up my entire matchmaking system. I fucking had it. I'm taking this kid out. But I guess his system is kind of like, um, it's kind of like an MLM where it's a closed system. You know, the people buying the products are the people already involved. They aren't telling anyone the name. And do you know what? They're not going to be able to tell anyone the name if they're dead. Right. So what's the the real end game here? Okay, but you know what? Neither is, you know, this profession when you learn it at your local demon college. So... That's something else I feel like they're trying to probably also figure out. Yeah, where, they're really trying to Jen, figure out the business end of this. Where you might be a, uh, a demon lawyer, I'm a demon scholar. Uh, <laughs> I'm very uh, aware uh, of the demon education system. <laughs> 
Um, this fucking child Dude. needs to shut her goddamn mouth. <laughs> she is like, I gotta go to the bathroom. I gotta go to the bathroom. You fucking knock it well, off. Meanwhile, Elliot is like right across the door, like losing his fucking mind. Oh yeah, she's just like, I gotta go to the bathroom. Um. Anders is trying to tell her to go sit in the car. Shit's getting weird. And she's just like, Uncle Elliot! Like, the door opens. And well, also, she sees him and she's t- like, Uncle Elliot! Also, the... So, Elliot is, like, leaning against the door at this point. Like, sitting on the ground. And I think there's, like, a mail slot. And the brother is trying to be like, bye-bye, what? What does that say? Like, I'm like, what is he reading? Or what is he... Well, he says... So, the bye-bye man comes down the stairs. And then Elliot goes, bye-bye. Oh. And then it then it d- devolves into Anders going, bye, 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 what, what, bye, bye, what does that mean? Bye, bye, what? Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes more sense. So, and yeah, so then the door opens. She screams, Uncle Elliot, even though shit is like fucking bizarre at this point. Oh, it's bonkers. Um, it's uh, John's body falls. Um, dog comes down the stairs. He accidentally kind of says it. Shadows are coming for him. Shoots himself in the head. The house goes Elliot up in flames. Elliot shoots himself in the head. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we like we cut to the outside and like the top of the house is up in flames. Where did like, the, the fire top come from? Maybe from the carbon monoxide leak. <laughs> it finally fucking comes back. That <laughs> it, it never makes any sense. And then we see a train again. Still don't know what the train has to do with it. No idea. Anders, Anders finds his daughter. Um, and okay, no, okay. This is so the brother tells tells the niece to go sit in the car, right? And then all this shit happens. Yeah. Okay, and then the brother for like a good minute is running around calling her name like where are you where are you she's in the fucking car where you told her to go sit no she he had told her to go sit in the car but because she was being like such a little brat about having to go pee she was he was like okay go to the bathroom like out in the woods but like miss that too make sure you you stay like (laughs) (laughs) make sure you obviously apparently i like this movie or something (laughs) just like make sure you stay where i can see you so she's apparently was just wandering around because um oh and then, okay, this this line made me really laugh. Stop! I think I, I think I have it written down here too. Let's hear it. Uh, he finds his daughter, and she's like, "The fire, Uncle Elliot," or something like that. And he goes, "The fire can't hurt him any longer." Hey. <laughs> oh. What? Oh. What does that mean? What does that even mean? This is not. Uh, oh. It's not even cheesy. It's just terrible. It's terrible. That line just, like, confused me. The fire can't hurt him any longer. It's like they were saying, like, El- it, like the <laughs> Elliot's nemesis this entire movie was fire. Like, in Stay Alive. <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, um, so, cops now, roll up. apparently, yep. Um, one They're cop- also blaming Elliot for the librarian, yes, for the death of the librarian, which and was his fault. But then also, um, the f- her like the murder of her family, even though it made no sense that his DNA wouldn't be there again. He has no sort of like wounds on him. Mm-hmm. It it w- also 
when she died, he there she was like kind of off the side of the road. She was still holding that fucking butcher knife in his right, hand. The murder hand. weapon. Why would he go to her house, murder her family, Fuck take her know. like put her in the center of the road, give her a butcher knife, and then run her over? Not clear. It's so unclear. That makes no fucking sense. But the cops, so the cops roll up. Um, one of the cops says to the, the main cop who Elliot talked to earlier, like, I can't believe you let Elliot go. Wah, wah, wah. Um, and then we cut to the bro and the niece in the car. And the niece has Bye Bye Man's two coins. Isn't she lucky? Um, she's like, oh, they were on the table by the garage. And... She's like, oh, the table had some writing in it. And he's like, what did what did it say? And this fucking line also. She's like, <laughs> she's like, I can't read in the dark. I'm not a flashlight. She, <laughs> like, she says bitch. it like she is the funniest kid. Or like, Daddy, you so silly. I can't read in the dark. I'm, I'm not no a flashlight. flashlight. And she chuckles to himself like she uh, just uh, like... Uh. She just told, like, a Groucho Marx joke, like, ah, this fucking kid. They're like, man, my brother just, like, killed killed ten people and himself in front of me. Like, two feet, not even two feet from me. But this dude thinks his daughter is the bee's knees. Um, And then it cuts back to the scene. And somehow, John is still alive. And the cops, like, are asking him, like, oh... You know, what happened? What happened? And he's just kind of whispering. You can kind of hear him whispering like, bye bye. But he can't quite get it out because he's kind of a Rice Krispie from that fire. I he got it all the way out because then they were really setting up for a sequel. What was that? I thought I thought he got it out because then they were setting up like really setting up for a sequel there. Oh, maybe he did. I didn't have my subtitles on. Um, I couldn't really hear it. But when I read the Wikipedia, it said... John then whispers the name to Shaw, allowing the bye-bye man's curse to spread again. Because, like, yeah, when I listened to it, I was like, okay, it sounds like he just said bye-bye, but... Right. Yeah. Hmm. And, well, either way, no one so, cares about this. sequel? Sequel? Please no. Please don't. <laughs> I will write a personal letter of not recommendation for a sequel. Um, all right. Bye bye, man. There it is, folks. You can watch it mm-hmm. on Netflix there we for go. free. What would you give it out of four Doritos, Jen? Um, I think a half a star. I would give this it no rad. Doritos. It's. I feel like I've, it's on the same level, but in a different category as Winchester. Oh yeah, like it's the crumbs of the Dorito bag that have gone stale, and you try to. I will say, you know, this was. Uh, slightly more enjoyable than Winchester for me, just because there were nonsense lines like, the fire can't hurt him any longer. And it's just weird shit like that. A maybe thruple um, nonsense. You know what? I'll give it a, a corner of a Dorito just for John alone. That's true. He was great. He was great. Not bad to look at. So, um, yeah, not at all. Yeah, if you want to, you know, use an hour and a half of your life to check this out, it's on Netflix. Um, but be sure you're following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
And please make sure you're subscribed on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, wherever you listen to podcasts at. And please, if you like what we're doing, go and give us a rating. Please. Please, please. And a thank you. Um, all right. I think that is all I have. That's all I got. I'm so hungry. I gotta go eat dinner. Oh, damn. Yeah. You need to go eat dinner. All right. Until next... It's, it's almost 8 p.m. Holy shit. All right. Well, until next time. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Well, you made it to the end, and now it's our voices again. Hello! It's us again. You Did you forget about us? <laughs> We're the loyal, faithful podcast that you love! If you like that podcast that you just heard, go subscribe to Rosemary's Ladies! Hell yeah! But stay, stay subscribed to us, because I'll miss you so very much. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you on Monday. And remember, always scream responsibly. Ah! Bye!